Welcome, everyone, to the Wednesday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am your host, Tyler Crawley. And if you thought that the era of record high home price growth was over, I got some news for you. You are wrong. And that's okay, because I was wrong, too. I thought we were not going to be seeing any reports that we're going to be showing record growth in either the end of 2021 or the beginning of 2022. But here we are. The start of 2022, and we got a report from CoreLogic, their home price index, not to be confused with the much more popular, cooler, older brother, uh, the S&P, Case-Shiller, CoreLogic, Dow Jones, every other acronym on the planet, the gold standard of home prices. Now, this is the younger brother that everyone kind of forgets about, the CoreLogic home price index that comes out earlier in the month. And here we are. This showed 18.1% growth year over year in November 2021, which actually ties the record that we saw back in August. So we had that in August, record high, and then it dropped a little bit in September and October, but back up again in November. So not over yet. The crazy housing market continues. And one of the reasons why, well, month over month gains. Month-over-month gains showed 1.3% jump from October to November 2021. Frank Martell, president and CEO of CoreLogic, said he expects things to cool, but price growth will remain positive, saying over the past year, we have seen one of the most robust seller's markets in a generation. While increased interest rates may help cool down home buying activity, we expect 2022 to be another strong year with continuing upward price growth. And speaking of predictions going forward, they do actually have formal predictions from CoreLogic. They looked in the crystal ball and they believe that over the next year, so we're talking December 2022, 2.8% growth year over year, which seems like nothing. I mean, when you're seeing 1.3% growth month over month, to hear that, well, the next 12 months, you're only going to see 2.8%. That seems like nothing. And they're projecting that we're going to have 0% month over month growth in December. Now, I will point out, I do not believe the CoreLogic official prediction has been right once this year. And of course, this we're still talking about November 2021. I know we're in 2022, but the data is from 2021. They haven't been right once. So I'm going to go ahead and just say they're probably not going to be right about that. I don't know about the 12-year prediction or 12-month prediction. (laughs) They make a 12-year prediction. Uh, But I'm going to say that next month there's probably going to be some home price growth. So we'll, we'll see at the beginning of February. And in case you're wondering where the biggest growth area is, not surprisingly, Arizona tops the list. They were the top state. 28.6% year-over-year growth, followed by Florida at 25.8. And Idaho at number three at 25.5. And metro area is kind of the same a little bit. uh, Or I should say one area should stick out. Phoenix, that of course is in Arizona. They actually broke through the 30% mark. 30.5% year-over-year growth. Uh, Las Vegas metro area, 24.1%. And San Diego, 21.8%. That's just so nuts. The the Phoenix area has seen 30% year-over-year growth. It's just a absolutely uh, just 
amazing number. Uh, we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna get to some uh, another prediction. This one from Zillow for 2022 here in just a second. What we do have to talk about though, and this impacts housing, no doubt about that, is what's happening in the overall economy. And we got a big report out on Tuesday called the Jolt Report, which it's funny because I think it's like jobs something labor something i don't actually know what it stands for i probably should know that i'm gonna look that up and see if i can figure that one out but basically it's telling us what's happening in the job market and the real area job openings which is probably the jo now that i I think oh that's what it is it's job openings labor turnover survey is that right someone (laughs) this is a podcast so I should be able to just look it up and then boom, know it like instantaneously. But because I do live to tape, I'm not going to do that. So just believe me when I say that that's what it is. But trust, but verify is what I would say here. So this shows the job openings. And usually that's the big number that gets all the attention. But in this report, it was quits. Quits got all the attention because right now what we're experiencing, they're calling the great resignation. And some thought that, well, you know, the new year and we're seeing some changes with regards to the economy, you know, housing might be slowing down, prices are rising, the economy could be slowing this great resignation where the balance of power has shifted so drastically to those um, on the labor side versus the capital side that could be coming to an end. Not just yet. Once again, this is a report. This is from November, looking at November's data. But they're showing that the great resignation still upon us, at least in November. Quits after a slight drop in October jump back up to a series high of 4.5 million in November with leisure and hospitality leading the way with just over a million quits in November alone. A million quits, followed by trade, transportation, and utilities, just under a million at 996,000, and professional and business services at 798,000. Now, despite the increase in quits, as I mentioned, the one number that usually gets all the attention, or at least has been, has been job openings. That number actually fell for the month. It fell to 10.6 million, and hires were a little changed at 6.7 million. For example, job openings, education, and health services crossed the 2 million mark. So there are 2 million job openings in education and health services. And I would point out the, like, I think it's like 1.8 some million are health services. <laughs> like the rest is education, but those two usually get uh, lumped together. But that's, It's like 99% health services jobs (laughs) that are open, followed by trade, transportation, utilities at 1.97 million and professional business services at 1.8 million. Now, hires, as I mentioned, was unchanged at 6.7 million. Trade transportation led the way with 1.4 million hires in November, followed by professional business services at 1.28 million and leisure and hospitality at 1.26 million. So a lot of the similar categories in every single one, which makes sense, right? That's where you're going to see a lot of turnover, a lot of people quitting, getting hired. Therefore you have openings and around and around we go. So it's not all that surprising, but the quits number was the big headline. Everyone reporting on it. The great resignation still Moving full steam ahead, uh, no sign of a decline, at least yet. We will see what happened in December. We got a month, so we'll see what happens. Uh, and it should be noted, just because you know, this is a real estate podcast, construction 
The construction industry had 345,000 openings, 423,000 hires, and 207,000 quits. So all in all, a good month for construction. And usually in winter, construction's down in kind of non-existence. Obviously, in places like North Carolina, in places where it's warmer, yeah, you're going to see more construction activity versus the north. I know there's nothing going on right now in D.C. Nothing is going on right now in D.C. with that snowstorm. But uh, it is good to see that there is some positive numbers in construction getting ready for the spring and a lot of activity that needs to happen. We're still way, way underdeveloped. We need more homes. And so speaking of needing things in the future, let's look to the future here before we close things out. Uh, Zillow released a uh, big report. Bloomberg picked up on this. They looked in their crystal ball to see what was going to be happening in 2022. And they are projecting that growth in home values will exceed 14% nationally. So they're looking at another year of double digit. I mean, this will be three years in a row of double digit growth. That's a lot. I'm going to guess it's somewhere in between where Zillow is and where uh, CoreLogic is. So CoreLogic's at like 3%, Zillow's at 14. I would say it's probably closer to maybe high single digits, low double digits. 10%, I would think at the highest. In my all of three years of expertise being in the real estate industry, I'm going to throw that out there. Let's see if I get. Let's see if I do a better job of uh, Zillow and CoreLogic. They are projecting that Tampa, Florida, will be the hottest housing market with 25 percent year-over-year growth in Tampa. And Tampa wasn't the only Florida city that made this list. In fact, number two was also a Florida city, Jacksonville. Raleigh, North Carolina was number three, San Antonio, Texas, number four, and Charlotte, North Carolina, number five. I mean, that's pretty awesome. I mean, North Carolina makes two of the top five cities for the most likely growth in 2022. And so even if this is 100% accurate, they're just pointing out that there's a lot of activity happening in North Carolina. And I mean, let us it's, it's kind of all over. I mean, when, when Raleigh and Charlotte are growing, that is going to lead to growth throughout the state. And so it's a good thing for us here in Wilmington, where I broadcast out of the fact that we have two big cities looking at getting even bigger. And those people got a vacation somewhere. (laughs) So where are they going to go? Why not Wilmington? Why not Wrightsville Beach? And I do think it was funny because I was looking at this article and they were saying, you know, Zillow predicts this and Zillow predicts that. And I was thinking, oh, man, I bet they wish they had that crystal ball a couple years ago and they were like, hey, should we do this eye buying thing? (laughs) Should we? They needed their magic game ball. It's fuzzy. Come back later. Someone said, oh, let's just go ahead and do it. I'm sure the eight ball would tell us to go ahead and move on this. They really must have wanted that crystal ball they're using right now to tell them to maybe avoid the eye buying program. Just, just throwing it out there. Just, I'm joking. I'm kidding. Of course. Everyone loves Zillow. They, how could you not? It's a good website. They have a great product. They just maybe shouldn't have gotten eye buying. That's all I'm saying here. All right, we got to go. You guys, oh, what's happening tomorrow? What is happening tomorrow? Not much, actually. <laughs> I think we're just going to have some mortgage data. We'll get the uh, weekly stats, which we actually didn't get last week. We didn't get it 
uh, in between Christmas and New Year's. So we did not get any data from the Mortgage Bankers Association. So we're going to get the latest to start 2022. We'll see what's happening with demand for mortgages and where rates are. So we'll talk about that on Thursday's show. But you guys, of course, enjoy your Wednesday. We'll see you back here Thursday morning for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.